Welcome to the Healing Hub Podcast, a podcast dedicated to those living with CRPS and designed to provide hope and empower you to reach your goals and your dreams. I'm your host, Dr. Tracy Patterson. Join me weekly where we will be discussing CRPS, sharing personal stories, and even talking with guests. Hello and welcome to the Healing Hub Podcast. This is Dr. Tracy Patterson and I'm your host. And I'm so glad that you're able to join me today because we're going to be talking about hope. Finding hope when you're diagnosed with CRPS or any chronic pain condition. So what is hope? Hope, according to the dictionary, means the meaning of wanting something to happen and thinking it could happen. A feeling that something good will happen or be true. The chance that something good will happen. And the last definition is someone or something that may be able to provide help. Someone or something that gives you the reason for hoping. Some find hope so painful. Some people living with CRPS find hope as painful because the desired circumstances aren't at hand. Moreover, they feel like it never will be there. Whereas realistic or reasonable hopes are more likely to lift us up and move us on, and false hopes are more likely to prolong that torment, leading to the inevitable frustration, disappointment, and again, even resentment. So finding hope when we're dealing with CRPS or chronic pain or any debilitating condition can be difficult. Don't allow your hope to be stripped away from you during this time of need because everything and everyone needs hope. With that said, let's jump in a little bit further. For those individuals diagnosed with CRPS, RSD, fibro, AMPS, central sensitization syndrome, any type of a chronic pain condition, what do we think of when we hear that diagnosis and all the symptoms that come with it? What crosses your mind when you think about our diagnosis? Does hope ever cross your mind? For so many CRPS patients, the answer is no, never. We want to be hopeful. We want to hope that there's an answer, but the realism is no. When we talk about it, when we think about it, we're not hopeful. If you're living with CRPS or any rare disease, you've had at least one conversation, if not many, with your healthcare provider, your physician, when they look you straight in the eye and say, you know, it's a rare and curable disease, right? The appointments that leave us feeling hopeless, They leave us feeling as if the world is crashing down around us. Or have you gone through a program or a specific treatment that they portray themselves as the only hope, the only way forward? Their marketing is magnificent down to dramatic videos portraying that all of their patients are getting better to arrive to start the program. As you get through the first few weeks, you're dealt with enthusiasm and cheering you on. 
But then you get further into the programs and you feel like your concerns are falling on deaf ears or worse yet, you're being told that it's your fault that you're not getting better. They're not willing to individualize the program to meet your specific needs, your specific goals. Instead, it's a cookie cutter program that you're just supposed to fit into. A program that leaves you devastated, leaves you in despair, leaves you feeling as though you just lost what hope you still had. That's the pitfall of false hope. When grounded in realism, hope can serve as a positive. Yet when doctors or programs or treatments give us false hope, or worse yet, they turn the tables on their patients and give them a million excuses as to why they're not progressing and why it's their fault. It's a recipe for disappointment. It's a recipe for disillusionment. And it should never happen. We all know that there's not a cure for CRPS. The reality is there's not a treatment or a program or a doctor or a clinician that can guarantee a specific outcome. It's unrealistic expectations that they put out there that people want to embrace as hope. But then they continue looking in the distance towards reality of what is a mirage. So focusing on unrealistic expectations can also prevent people from making realistic choices about important topics like medical decisions, weighing the quality of life and the possible pass forward to something that's really going to help them. So instead of doom and gloom, instead of hearing all the negatives, I believe we have to find a way forward. We have to find a positive way to effectively treat CRPS to give patients the hope that they're truly looking for and they're worthy of. So hope is a desire for something combined with anticipation of it happening. It's that anticipation of being able to reach a short-term or a long-term goal. To hope for something is to make a claim about someone's significance to make a claim even about ourselves that we're willing to open ourselves up to hope. The opposite of hope is fear, which is that desire, but yet fearing that something is going to happen to take that away from us. Inherently in hope, there is fear. And with every fear, there is a hope. It's the opposites be able to be put out in front of us. There's an old saying that there is no life without hope. So hope is the expression of confidence in our life, the basis for more practical dispositions, such as patience, determination, and even courage. It provides us not only with our goals, short-term and long-term, but also the motivation to be able to move forward to attain those goals. One theologian, Martin Luther, said, everything that is done in the world is done by hope. And I have to agree with that. Hope not only looks to the future, but it also makes the present hardships a little bit easier to bear. Sustaining us through the trials, or I'll call them tribulations, it's ups and downs and twists and turns, because CRPS is anything but linear. And at a deeper level, hope links our present 
to our past and then we can move it into our future and providing us with an overarching narrative that can lend us having the opportunity and the ability to reach those goals. And our hopes are basically those strands that run through our life defining our struggles, yet our successes, our setbacks, and our strengths, our shortcomings, but yet elevating this all to move us forward. And running with this idea, our hope is profoundly human because only humans can project themselves into the future. But it also connects us with something so much greater than ourselves, a force that helps move us as we move forward. Hope is a pleasant way of anticipating a desire. Hope can be painful when that desired circumstances is not at home and it's not at hand, but we can move it forward. So where is that realistic and a reasonable hope and how does it lift us up? How does it fit in with this narrative of CRPS? Because so many CRPS patients feel like they're given false hope or they're set up for failure. So where is the hope for CRPS patients or any type of chronic pain patient? A few years ago, I read an article that was written in the Huffington Post by a columnist. It was a father and his son was diagnosed with chronic pain. His son was diagnosed with CRPS. And it was one of many columns that he had written about his son and their struggles of dealing with CRPS But this column was a little bit different than his previous ones. And as I read through this column, I was not reading about hope or healing. Instead, I got the feeling like the writer, the patient's father, was settling for what was being offered specifically through traditional medicine. He even made a comment in this article that was, quote, We forego dreams of a quick fix that never comes. End quote. There has to be a change in the outlook and the treatment for CRPS patients. I read articles and comments and support groups, even posts on Reddit or stuff that works and other social media platforms where CRPS or patients are told life as they know it has ended. They're told there's no remission. There's no hope of moving forward. Once you're diagnosed with CRPS, that's it. On Reddit, there was someone newly diagnosed with CRPS and they were asking about treatments that work. And another CRPS patient responded to their question on Reddit, asking them what they were looking for and stating, once you're diagnosed with CRPS, there's no such thing as no pain. And I'm here to say I 100% disagree. I'm living proof that remission is possible and a zero pain level is possible. And yes, it happens. Yes, it's not just me for over nine years, but many other CRPS patients. And living proof that remission is 100% possible. Don't misunderstand me. I know from personal experience that there is no quick fix, but I want people to know that there are answers out there. You just have to know where to look and where to turn. When traditional treatments of medications and local blocks, regional blocks, sympathetic blocks, stellate blocks, or even spinal cord stimulators aren't helping, 
because they're merely band-aids. And the majority of CRPS patients aren't getting the relief that they're looking for with those treatments. They're merely treating symptoms, and that is not going far enough. In a talk that I did back in April in North Carolina, one of the things that I talked about was after an injury, a strain, a sprain, a fracture, even after surgery, our body heals in six to eight weeks, but yet CRPS continues. It surpasses the healing process in the human body. So merely treating the symptoms at that point in time is not helping because they're not getting to the bottom. They're not getting to the mechanism or the driver of CRPS. You know it can be a big leap of faith for both patients and their families. They have to be willing to look outside the box. When traditional doesn't work and allopathic medicine is failing to help them, at some point in time, we have to decide to flip the stones and go around the corners and open the doorways and be willing to step outside the box to look for other treatment options that can actually help us move forward. Instead of just being discouraged by the norm, being discouraged by what we're told by our physicians and our specialists, rather than giving up, let's look at pursuing other options. Changing the mindset from traditional medicine to complementary or integrative medicine is a huge hurdle to overcome for most people because we want to believe what we're told So when we're sick, when we have an injury, we go to our physician, they explain it to us, they give us a pill, they recommend a procedure, surgery, our body heals, and wipe your hands of it, you're good to go forward. But with CRPS, it's different. CRPS is not the sprain, it's not the strain, it's not the fracture, it's not the surgery, it's not the mosquito bites or the bee stings or the other things that cause that onset. So we have to look outside the box. When traditional treatments simply aren't working, then let's stop the insanity, so to say. Instead of looking where the pain originated from, we have to understand the mechanism or the driver of CRPS. And that goes back into fight or flight, the sympathetic overload, that ties back into the autonomic system, and that in turn ties into the brain. There's no pain until that signal reaches the brain, then the brain creates a perception and then that perception becomes a reality in the body. And no, I am not saying CRPS is mental. I am not saying CRPS is meant up. CRPS is a very real diagnosis, but we have to truly understand the human body. To effectively treat CRPS, you have to address the autonomic system, you have to address fight or flight, that sympathetic overdrive. You have to work with the nervous system. You have to work with the body as a whole. And just importantly is individualizing each and every program or every treatment to the individual that they're working with and treating them as a whole physically, mentally, and emotionally. That is the key to moving forward. To manage CRPS or gain remission, you have to balance the autonomic nervous system. You have to get the body out of fight or flight. It's that sympathetic overload that is the driver or the mechanism. And this alone will help drop your pain levels. Then you can work on breaking the pain loop, increasing restorative sleep, and giving your body the additional things it needs to truly heal. We all know that just treating the symptoms is not the answer. 
you may get temporary relief, but just treating the symptoms, CRPS is going to bounce back, whether it's short-term or long-term, it's going to come back. And then that's when people say, but I'm in a flare and I can't break the flare. It's because you haven't effectively been able to get the body out of fight or flight. To have long-term outcomes and long-term success, you have to be able to connect those dots. You have to understand the biology and the physiology of the body. You have to understand the role that the brain plays in CRPS and the autonomic system. This is your key. And I'm not stating again that CRPS is psychological. It is not. But the brain and the autonomic system are the biggest pieces to effectively addressing and treating CRPS. Despite what we read and what we're told, despite the discouraging conversations, I want every CRPS patient and their family to know that there is hope. Hope is that shield and that path that helps us move forward. Hope can be particularly powerful against that dread of CRPS or any chronic pain diagnosis. It doesn't have to be centered on a cure. Because at this point, we don't have a cure. We do have the ability to manage CRPS at a lower level for people to function. We also have the ability to get individuals into what we call remission, a zero pain level with zero flares and being able to actively live your life the way you want to. And yes, it is possible. We have to look at the body as a whole. And lastly, hope can be that opportunity for us to go through different events, process different events that seem insurmountable and be able to take things in little steps because little steps forward end up as huge steps in the long run. And having the hope for comfort for that reprieve can serve as a pathway to getting from one point to the next. So as we continue to look for answers, we'll hold out hope that every CRPS patient will find a treatment that's effective for them to help manage their CRPS or better yet, to gain remission. And one day down the road, we'll find a cure. We can hope for that, right? To do this as a patient, we have to be willing to ask the hard questions We have to be willing to stand up for our right for proper treatment. As a patient, you also have to be willing to be your own best advocate. More than anything, listen to your gut, listen to your instincts. If something doesn't feel right, it's not. And that's extremely hard when we have CRPS or any debilitating diagnosis. But listening to your gut and listening to your instincts is going to help you move forward. And the majority of people rely on their primary care physician, the pain management doc, the rheumatologist, a neurologist, maybe even a surgeon that they've seen to convey the information regarding their diagnosis. And this is a grand idea. And we're supposed to rely upon our physicians to gain that information, to be able to set a proper treatment plan in place following any diagnosis. But yet what happens when you've taken those steps and you or a loved one is still in pain? You're still having issues. There's not a set game plan. There's not a set treatment plan. And you seem to know more than your physicians. That's when we feel unheard. We feel frustrated. 
but yet we have to find a way to have hope. Are you the individual that states that there's no hope? There's no hope to manage CRPS or there's no hope for remission? Are you the patient that I've been reading about in the blogs that are only open to taking medications or doing the spinal cord stimulator that really isn't giving you the relief? Or are you that family member that writes the article stating that you're giving up because there is no life after CRPS because you don't feel like there's a way forward? There's always a way forward and there's always hope. Now let me share a quote with you from Michael J. Fox. And it says, acceptance doesn't mean resignation. It means understanding that something is what it is. And there's got to be a way through it. End quote. I think that this is completely appropriate with CRPS. We can accept our diagnosis, but it doesn't mean that we're resigned to living at a 10 out of 10 or 45 out of 50 on a pain scale. It means that we have to understand CRPS. We need to wrap our arms around CRPS, but we have to be willing to flip the stones, turn the corners, open the doorways, and search for a program that's going to help us move forward. And I know all too well what CRPS patients are going through in their families. We're conditioned to accept that we have to live in pain. But is that individual that lived with type 2 CRPS for a little over seven years, I'm here to tell you there's hope and there is help. There is a way through this. When I was diagnosed with CRPS, I had problems finding the answers. I went through my own, what I'm going to call personal spin cycle, and then I even had to ring myself out afterwards. Life without remission in my mind was not an option. I knew in my heart, I knew in my soul, I knew in my gut that there had to be a way forward. With or without my doctors, I had to find a way of being able to regain my life. I went on what I'm going to call my own personal quest when my physician said, there's nothing more we can do for you. We'll keep you on medications. We'll try and keep you comfortable. But we've exhausted all of our resource. That was not the answer I was looking for, and it was not the answer I was willing to take. Instead, I went in pursuit of that treatment, that modality, or that individual that was going to help me regain my life. Now, I had people flipping stones for me all over the world, research turning up so many different treatments that people spoke of both in the U.S. and overseas, and I tried most of them, trust me. I was treated with traditional medicine, just like all of you. Too many medications to talk of, local blocks, regional blocks, 13 lumbar sympathetic blocks, two spinal cord stimulators, 30 plus rounds in hyperbaric, mud packs for pain, those were a failure, oral ketamine, and then I turned to integrative therapies including blood stem cells, regional hyperthermia, increasing my immune system, etc. They didn't work or they gave me temporary relief and then my body jump back where it was because all of these things were missing the key point. They were missing that sympathetic overload. They were missing fight or flight. Remission didn't come via traditional treatments for me. It came with being open to stepping outside the box and using different methods to address fight or flight, to get myself out of that sympathetic overload, 
to work on neuroplasticity, which was the brain, and to get the body back into balance or into homeostasis. Now, I'm not here to say that my way is the right way for you or that it's something that you have to do. I am saying that there is hope. I'm also saying it's not always easy. Understanding the human body, the biology and the physiology of the body, the biology of pain, understanding the central nervous system, the autonomic nervous system, understanding the components of CRPS is the key to moving forward, the key to managing CRPS or possibly gaining remission. So the bottom line comes down to this. If traditional treatments aren't working and the majority of CRPS patients aren't getting the relief that they're looking for, and if there's a program that's available to help you manage your CRPS, help you perhaps gain remission, don't you want to know about it? There is real help out there for CRPS patients, and I encourage everyone diagnosed with CRPS AMPS, Central Sensitization Syndrome, any type of chronic pain, even your families to seek out the sources, whether it's holistic, complementary, or integrative treatments. Listen to your instincts and listen to your gut. I found the answers after searching for seven years, and I've been in remission, yes, pain-free for over nine years now. So I'm here before you to say, yes, there is hope. Yes, there is help. Please don't fall into that mindset that there's nothing out there that can help or you have to forego your dreams. Instead, believe that there are answers, believe there is help, and there is a way to move forward. Remission's real, and it's possible to realize your dreams again. And every individual diagnosed with CRPS is chasing this elusive remission, or better yet, a cure. And unfortunately, a cure doesn't exist at this moment in time. But hopefully in the future, through research, through different information that can be disseminated, it'll get us closer to that cure. In the meantime, the next closest thing to a cure is remission. Even though it seems elusive, it's so real. And you need a glimmer of hope and you need the hope that your light can shine again. You need the hope that you can reach your goals. And yes, I'm passionate about CRPS. And anyone who's ever lived with CRPS or known someone who lived with CRPS is going to be just as passionate. I bring a completely different perspective to this rare disease, a perspective of a person who was diagnosed with type 2 CRPS following a foot and ankle surgery, someone that went through that seven years of hell just like each and every one of you, someone who lived with CRPS that spread from left foot and ankle all the way up to my shoulders. Someone who's now in long-term remission pain-free, and more importantly, someone that's now treating other CRPS patients. Sometimes I want to yell from that mountaintop to the world that there is hope following this diagnosis. More so, I want every patient and their family to know that there's hope. Yeah, CRPS is daunting. Yes, there's a lack of information. Yes, most CRPS patients are only focusing on traditional allopathic medicine, and they're not getting better. But when you focus on the body as a whole, as I feel like I'm beating into the wall, looking at the biology and the physiology of the body, the biology of pain, we can effectively treat CRPS. Patients can manage CRPS at a low pain level. 
that allows them to live. And even better yet, patients can get into remission. And too many times we see the write-ups or the comments and support groups and online, we hear from our physicians, it's impossible. But I'm here to tell you it's possible. I'm here to tell you it's real. And I know others are going to disagree with me based upon what they've read or what they've been told. But keep in mind, not everything we read on Google is correct. But we do have the ability to turn that corner. We do have the ability to have hope that we can reach our goals, that have hope that there is remission. And to stay in remission, you have to find a program that's going to help you get out of fight and flight. You have to put in the work. You have to be willing to do something every single day to keep yourself from getting stuck up there. You have to be willing to recalibrate the brain to work with neuroplasticity and give your body what it needs to stay in balance or in homeostasis. Remission's real, but remission takes time and it takes work and you have to be willing to set aside the things you've been told. You have to believe that there's hope. You have to believe that it's possible. So when you start to go down that path, it's important to stop, to pause, to regroup and put yourself back into the best place possible. Finding hope when you're dealing with CRPS, chronic pain or any debilitating diagnosis is difficult but it's necessary for you to move forward. Don't allow your hope to be stripped away from you during your time of need. This is the time that you do need hope. And a holistic center treatment, we're the only CRPS program created by a CRPS survivor for CRPS patients. We treat our patients the way they should be treated. We provide a caring, compassionate environment that promotes healing. And we truly do understand CRPS. And as the president of Holistic Center Treatment, I can say I've walked a mile in the shoes of just about every patient that we see. We'll always listen to you. And we're always going to allow you to be our guide because you know your body better than anyone. And regardless of what anyone tells you, I want you to hear loud and clear today. You can manage CRPS and even yet it is possible to gain remission. It is possible to thrive again, and we want you to know that healing is possible for you too. We're here to help to put out that glimmer of hope that you need that there is life after a diagnosis of CRPS. Hoping for hope. Hope is an essential component of well-being. Hope is an essential piece to moving forward. And even when life seems overwhelming, we have to have that thread of hope that's going to help us move forward. So if you want more information on an effective, evidence-based, non-invasive, drug-free treatment that's going to help you move forward, visit our website, www.holisticcenteredtreatment.com or call us, 844-994-0999. I encourage you to browse through our website, learn about holistic center treatment, our philosophy, our program, how we can serve you, a family member, a colleague, or a friend. We're here to provide the hope and the help that you need to heal. And I want you to know, more importantly, you're not alone. You've got this and you can move forward. I hope the Healing Hub podcast has brought you some positive resources and information to move forward. And more than anything, I brought you some hope. Together, we can make a difference.